Hello out there, science nerds. You're listening to Evolving with Mr. V, a weekly podcast that covers the week that was in AP dual credit biology and much more. I'm your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts, and this is officially episode eight, week nine of season two of the 2020-2021 school year. In this week's podcast, we will recap the week of October 12th through October 16th, the final week of the first nine weeks. In this week's second segment, with our recent carbon and macromolecule exams in the book, it's time to announce the winner of the exam's highest performance, earning them top dog for this unit in a segment I'm calling, and the winner is... And in our final segment, we go back into Mr. V's mailbag, where I answer some more listeners' questions, feedback from our mailbag, and what I call Mr. V answers your questions, or at least tries to. Now, before we begin the podcast, we need to hear from our sponsor in a segment I call Mr. V needs some dough to buy some Halloween candy. This episode is brought to you by Mr. V's Tutoring Hours. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Right back to me. Tutoring you in all things AP dual credit biology and keeping you perfectly balanced as all things should be. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. That's right. Attend Mr. V's tutoring hours and turn those dipping grades into rising mountains. Having trouble with macromolecules? Need help understanding cell and cell organelles? Then attend Mr. V's tutoring hours. That's right. Every morning and afternoon, just click on that Zoom link or come in person and get the help you need. So stop sitting in your frustration. Stop wondering if you're going to do well on major assessments and attend Mr. V's tutoring hours and change those D's into B's. Side effects of tutoring may include an increase in academic performance, a better understanding of the word of biology, emitting awesome sauce, flatulence, and meow meow. And we're back. And a big thanks to Mr. V's Tutoring Hours for supporting the podcast. But now it's time to hit that rewind button and review the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. Now for this week's content slash concept recap of the week, I'm focusing on two of the cell organelles we discussed that have some connection to protein production. And they are the ER, endoplasmic reticulum, and the Golgi complex, also known as the Golgi apparatus or Golgi bodies. So let's start with the ER, the endoplasmic reticulum, an organelle that is connected to the nuclear membrane and is a network of membrane tubes that pretty much works as a superhighway, a major transport system to deliver carbs, lipids, and proteins throughout the cell. However, there are two types of ER, rough and smooth. So let's take a closer look at these different types of endoplasmic reticulum. Still much to learn, you have. Now, the rough endoplasmic reticulum is so named because of the ribosomes attached to its surface. It gives it a studded appearance when viewed through an electron microscope. Now, ribosomes that are attached to the ER transfer their newly synthesized proteins into the lumen, the interior of the rough ER, where they go structural modifications such as folding or the addition of side chains or R chains. Now, these modified proteins can be incorporated into cellular membranes, the membranes of the ER, or those of other membrane-bound organelles, or secreted from the cell, such as protein hormones or enzymes. The rough ER can also make phospholipids for cellular membranes. Wow, that's cool! 
Now, if the phospholipids or modified proteins are not destined to stay in the rough ER, they will reach their destination via transport vesicles, membrane bubbles, that bud from the rough ER's membrane if they don't first travel to the Golgi complex for further modification. Since the rough ER is engaged in modifying proteins such as enzymes, for example, they will be secreted from the cell. You would be correct in assuming that the rough ER is abundant in cells that secrete proteins. This is the case with cells of the liver and pancreas, for example, with the pancreas secreting huge amounts of insulin that help control our blood sugar. Cool story, bro. Now let's look at the smooth ER, the smooth endoplasmic reticulum, which is continuous with the rough ER but has few or no ribosomes in its cytoplasmic surface. Now, functions of the smooth ER include synthesis of carbohydrates, like building or breaking down polysaccharides, synthesis of lipids, like phospholipids, and steroid hormones, like cholesterol. And it is also in charge of detoxification of medications slash drugs and poisons that enter the cell, and storage of calcium ions. In muscle cells, a specialized smooth ER called the sarcoplasmic reticulum is responsible for storage of the calcium ions that are needed to trigger the coordinated contractions of the muscle cells, something we'll take a closer look at second semester. Oh, that's interesting. So that wraps up the endoplasmic reticulum, two types, smooth and rough ER, having different functions, but still part of that major transport system for the cell. Now, a second organelle to recap that is also involved in protein production is the Golgi apparatus or Golgi complex. Now, we have already mentioned that vesicles, transport vesicles, can bud from the ER and transport their contents elsewhere. But where do those transport vesicles go? Now, before reaching their final destination, the lipids or proteins within the transport vesicles still need to be sorted, packaged, and tagged so they could wind up in the right place. Sorting, tagging, packaging, and distribution of lipids and proteins takes place in the Golgi apparatus, also known as the Golgi body, a series of flattened membranes that some compare to a stack of pancakes. Now, when it comes to these membranes, the receiving side of the Golgi apparatus is called the cis face. This is the membrane facing the nucleus. The opposite side is called the trans face. This is the membrane facing the cell membrane. The transport vesicles that formed from the ER travel to the cis face, fuse with it, and empty their contents into the lumen, the interior of the Golgi apparatus. As the proteins and lipids travel through the Golgi, they undergo further modifications that allow them to be sorted. The most frequent modification is the addition of short chains of sugar molecules. These newly modified proteins and lipids are then tagged with phosphate groups or other small molecules so they can be routed to their proper destinations. Finally, the modified and tagged proteins are packaged into secretory vesicles, membrane bubbles, that bud from the transphase of the Golgi. While some of these vesicles deposit their contents into other parts of the cell where they will be used, other transport vesicles fuse with a plasma membrane and release their contents outside the cell. Now, in another example of form structure following function, cells that engage in a great deal of secretory activity, such as 
cells of the saliva glands that secrete digestive enzymes or cells of the immune system that secrete antibodies have an abundance of Golgi bodies or Golgi complexes. Bazinga! Now, in plant cells, the Golgi apparatus has an additional role of synthesizing polysaccharides like cellulose and starch, some of which which are incorporated into the cell wall and some of which which are used in other parts of the cell. Cool story, bro. And that recaps the Golgi apparatus. Well, there you have it, biology jabronis, a recap of two important organelles that assist in protein production. Make sure to review all the other organelles involved in protein production, like the nucleus, nucleolus, and ribosomes. And with that, we put an end to this week's content recap that was an AP Dual Credit Biology. And now for our second segment, and the winner is, where I'll reveal this unit's winning class for highest performance on the carbon and macromolecule exam, along with some shout outs to some extraordinary exam performances. So without further ado, the winner for highest performance on the carbon and macromolecule exam unit is... First period. That's right, first period with an average of 81 on the exam, outdoing all other classes. So congratulations, first period, on a well-earned victory. Don't hate the player, hate the game, son. First period will now claim the highest performance on an exam unit trophy until our next unit exam oversells. Now, besides claiming the trophy, first period will also receive a special macromolecule treat, aka sucrose, to celebrate their victory. So congrats once again, first period. Now, while first period did claim this carbon macromolecule unit trophy, I do want to congratulate all classes. All class averages were above a 70, with most between 75 and 81. So a round of applause to you all. Now, I do want to give some shout outs to some top-notch perfect scores on the exam. And for this exam, there were two perfect scores of 105 with bonus and curve. So if you know these individuals, you should definitely send them a DM, Snapchat, treat, or give them a sterile high five. Now, our first shout out goes to first period academic superstar, Tanner Clemens. Great job, Mr. Clements, crushing this exam. And our second final shout out goes to someone who is not a stranger to this list, for this is his second time in a role to be on a shout out from six period Alan Pham. Way to go, Alan, and way to keep on winning on these exams. So once again, congrats to First Period and Mr. Tanner and Mr. Allen for their outstanding performances on the Carbon and Macromolecule Unit exam. Awesome! And with that, we end our segment, and the winner is... And hey, First Period, you now have the bullseye on your back that everyone will be aiming for. I need you to stay awesome.
And now for our final segment, Mr. V's Mailbag, where I'll answer some listeners' feedback questions sent into the show. You've got mail. And this week, we have one question sent in into our Instagram page, and it's from username Yoda Meister Meister Yoda. And they ask, hey, Mr. V, love the podcast. Quick question. Got any good Netflix recommendations to watch this month? Well, thanks for listening to the podcast, Yoda Meister, Meister Yoda. And you know, I do have some recommendations. Actually, two recommendations that are out on Netflix right now. Now, the first recommendation is a documentary that was just recently released not too long ago called The Social Dilemma. So in this documentary that actually weaves a fiction or story within it, so more of a docudrama, what it does, it explores the rise of social media and the damage it's caused to society, focusing on the exploration of its users for financial gain through surveillance capitalism, cool word, cool phrase, and data mining. So in this documentary, they have several interviews with former heads, design architects of Google, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and several other social media companies. And I think these interviews are remarkably effective in sounding the alarm about the incursion of data mining and the manipulative technology into our social lives and beyond. Now, this documentary could come off a little preachy in that we're all doomed, but I think it walks that line without crossing it to demonstrate demonstrate how these social media platforms are controlling and affecting our lives. So that was once again, The Social Dilemma. Definitely something you should check out on Netflix. Now, my second recommendation is a lot more fun and entertaining, and it is a series now available on Netflix called Cobra Kai. Now, Cobra Kai is a bad show about karate based or a continuation of the 1980s classic movie The Karate Kid. Now Cobra Kai is an entertaining and a great piece of nostalgia for those of us who love the originals 80s movie with pretty much all the actors from the 80s in this show and it kind of shows us how their lives have turned out and I'll just say strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Probably not a way of life we should probably live by, even though it's pretty bad, as Johnny would say. Now, seasons one and two are now on Netflix, with season three coming in January to Netflix. Now, the only issue I have with this show is their portrayal of high school. Their portrayal of high school is pretty much laughable and not really realistic, but you can easily look past that and still find it to be a very enjoyable series. Well, that's it for this week's Mr. V's Mailbag. Hey, have a question or some feedback for the show about biology, entertainment, music, or just life in general? Well, send those questions in to ovelas at nisd.net or send it via the Instagram page, Evolving with Mr. V, or send it via the Google Classroom messaging system. And it just might be on the next podcast. Now, before we end the podcast, a couple of reminders for the week. First, Cell and Cell Organelle Quiz will be on Wednesday for A Day and Thursday for B Day. 
Another reminder, don't forget to come into Misery's Tutoring Hours in person or Zoom to get any assistance understanding cell or cell organelles. Finally, here's a little Easter egg for the quiz on Wednesday, Thursday. Remember the following phrase, it doesn't ring a bell. Once again, it doesn't ring a bell. You'll know exactly what this means when you take the quiz on Wednesday or Thursday. You smart. You very smart. Well, that's it for episode eight of season two of Evolving with Mr. V. I hope you found this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. I want to thank Free Music Archive, Sound Bible, and Zapsplat for the music and sound effects on the podcast. This podcast was written, produced, and recorded by Entertainment 720, a Velasquez production company. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast on your podcast listening platform. Also, make sure to follow the Evolving with Mr. Mr. V Instagram page, keeping you informed of all things AP Dual Credit Biology. Well, this is your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts, signing off and reminding you to please, please, for your professor's sake, attend tutoring. The next motel found ourselves in the woodwork, Some still so I could see